Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Yeah, can I have a number three with cheese and uh, a large coffee? Wolfen, down your lunch. <laughs> Serving up today's top sports stories with Wolfen Luke. Man, does this smell good. Presented by Stadium Swim at Circa Resort and Casino, Las Vegas's ultimate sports fan destination. All right, I lied to you, but it wasn't intentional. We're going to move up Wolfen, down your lunch, Wolf. Okay. Because we have a good reason for it. <sighs> Tori Lavella is joining us at 1215. Oh, knew that. Tori. But now. Merrill, Tory, Tory. Merrill Kelly's going to join us at oh, noon. And Merrill Kelly. So we bumped Wolf and Down Your Lunch up to now, and now I'm talking through all of it. So here's Aaron Maloney. So, to pay off our tees, Monty Williams has had a rough season. Right, guys? Well, I didn't even have to explain all that because she was going to pay it off anyway. Look at that. Teamwork makes the dream work. Yep. Well, and yesterday he had an epic rant on the officials after their loss to the, King, the Knicks. Where's the New York media now? The absolute worst call of the season. No call. And enough's enough. We've, we've done it the right way. We've called the league. We've sent in clips. We're sick of hearing the same stuff over and over again. We had a chance to win the game, and the guy dove into Asar's legs, and there was a no call. That, that's an abomination. You cannot miss that in an NBA game. Period. And I'm tired of talking about it. I'm tired of our guys asking me, what more can we do, coach? That situation is exhibit A to what we've been dealing with all season long. And enough's enough. You cannot dive into a guy's legs in a big-time game like that and there be a no-call. It's ridiculous, and we're tired of it. We just want a fair game called, period. And I got nothing else to say. We want a fair game. And that was not fair. I'm done. What did you guys think about that when you heard it? Uh, it I mean, he's right about the call. Um, but that kind of sounded a little victim to me, like it's only happening to the Pistons all year. Like, come on, man. NBA officiating, and Monty, you know this, NBA officiating isn't always the best. I don't think that they're like out to get the Pistons. The Pistons are 8-49. and 49. Now, they might be out to help the Knicks in New yeah. York. I will grant you that. So, I don't know. I love the where's the New York media now, though, at the beginning. That really sets the tone of I'm not coming in here looking to talk calmly. I'm ready to fight. Man, I'll tell you what. He's jacked up, but I think it's not about this game. I think this was the game that just pushed him over the top because it's been all season long for the most part. And I know better than most the way that losing can drag on you. Oh, man, trust me. It can drag on you game after game after game, day after day after day. I think Monty's just tired of losing. They have a significantly worse winning percentage as a team this year than I have in Kevin or Devin. So that right there should tell you all you need to know. They're 8-49. and 49. Just imagine if we did it for the entire season. Well, then I'd, be, I'd probably be 8-49. and 49. So we are out at spring training for the first time this season as the D-backs gear up to take on the Rangers in about an hour for a World Series rematch. So do you guys sense a different vibe today? This is the first time that we are out here as a show at Salt River Fields this season. How do you guys feel? Yeah, I, I think that, I mean, I do, I sense a different vibe just around the team in general. I think we may start to get it more 
more too, like when Merrill Kelly and, and Tori Lavello are up here and there's more people in the crowd and stuff. But it does just seem to be a sense, even just talking to people that work a little bit behind the scenes of like, yeah, I mean, there's expectation now. They're really, last year was unknown and it was exciting. There is a level of like, if they don't make, I'll just say this, Wolf, if they don't make the playoffs, I'll be disappointed. Oh, yeah. And I don't remember the last time I said that about this team. You know what's really different? I think um, there's no difference whatsoever with the Diamondbacks. I, I don't think their vibe is different whatsoever. I think our vibe, I think my vibe is different about the Arizona Diamondbacks based on what they did. The proof of life of what they did last year. And then the offseason, how much better they got on paper. I think the vibe is changed around this team. But I think for the most part, it's my vibe and your vibe and fans' vibe. I don't think it's their vibe. Eduardo Rodriguez is set to take the mound today. What do you guys want to see from the D-backs newest pitcher? Well, I mean, I think the uh, the bar has already been set by what? Ryan Nelson, Tommy Henry, Slade Ciccone. You can't give up any runs. That's a given, right? You go out there and throw a couple innings, can't give up any runs. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't know that I'll get to see much definitive today necessarily, but... I mean, this guy, I honestly, I, I feel cautiously optimistic that the Diamondbacks have three, like, number one-ish caliber starters or, like, you know, 1B caliber starters on their team. I would say I want to say a one, two, three inning with nine pitches, but I have no expectation. Come on, you already have the <laughs> baton. Just nine strikes, three strikeouts. <laughs> I, think I want to say a one, two, three inning with nine pitches. Yeah, no, no expectation. No expectation. <laughs> and you'll be out here judging from this right guy, here in left field. This guy is going to make a big difference, I think, over the course of the season, provided he stays healthy, of course. Uh, I think he's going to be a huge addition in just, just the way that Paul Seawald came in and put things in order with a bullpen. I think, to your point, I think Eduardo Rodriguez will do the same largely to the rotation. NFL Network's Daniel Jeremiah released his prospect rankings 2.0 yesterday, so let's take a look at the wide receiver position. He has Marvin Harrison Jr., number two, Roma Dunze, number three, and Malik Neighbors, number four. What order do you ultimately believe these wide receivers are going to go come April 25th? Okay, so if if I was picking for the Cardinals, I'd go that exact order. Marvin Harrison, then Roma Dunze, then Malik Neighbors. You know, I I think I'll 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 say the same. I think I think they'll go in that order. I mean, there's going to be a team that wants Malik Neighbors more, but I don't know that they're necessarily going to be picking in the right spot. You know, I, I I also don't know why I said that with an Italian accent of "Hey, there's yeah, going to yeah, be a team." Yeah. Uh, you know what they want to say? Yes. Um. <laughs> What was, the was the wrong part. what was the question? What well, was the question? I was going to ask for a Ron Wolfley prediction of <laughs> the order these wide receivers are going to go come April 25th. You know, the order I think is going to go Marvin Harrison Jr., Roma Dunze, and Malik Neighbors, just like that. But can I just say this right now? If I was in love with Marvin Harrison Jr., the one thing I definitely would do if I'm drafting below the Arizona Cardinals is make you think Roma Dunze is a better wide receiver than Marvin Harrison. <laughs> 
Harrison Jr. Do you understand that? I would be target. I'd let everybody know. I'm target. Roma Dunze is the best wide receiver in this draft. Are you kidding me? Roma Dunze. I, I would want every team, every league known to man that Roma Dunze was the better player than Marvin Harrison Played in the Jr. national championship. If, in fact, I wanted Marvin Harrison Jr. Yes. as my wide receiver. So we're going to continue our draft talk. Our Sanderson Ford poll question is up now at ArizonaSports.com, and it asks, who should the Arizona Cardinals draft with the number 27 overall pick? Your choices are J.C. Latham out of Alabama, Tyler Guyton out of Oklahoma, Jordan Morgan out of Arizona, or other trade the pick. I'm so sorry there's no Graham Barton on here, Wolf. I know. Wow. But he's what probably more 35, maybe. I was going to say, for you, well, maybe I know. 10. Yeah, right, exactly. Wolf would have him Top just ahead five. of Caleb Williams. I'm going to go Tyler Guy. I like him a lot. And he did talk about Kyler Murray at the Senior Bowl. Ah, he did. I, can I say other because I want a corner? Or is this like we have to go offensive line here? You can go other. Why would you go corner when you're going to sign one in free agency? Do you think we will? Yeah, I mean, that's, that's another question. <laughs> that's my hope once again. All right, give me Latham. All righty, so 50% said J.C. Latham. <laughs> 18% Jordan Morgan, 17% said other trade the pick, 15% said Tyler Guyton. Oh, my goodness. Poor Tyler. Wow. Well, you, you take solace in the fact that most of those others were to get Graham Barton. I mean, are we actually shocked that Wolf picks someone and then they immediately get rolled out? <laughs> Somewhere Monty's crossing them off their So sorry, Lou right Anarumo. <laughs> He joins the Lou Anarumo group. All right, that was Wolf and Down Your Lunch. Thank you, Aaron. As always.